You're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Bronfman Center for Jewish Student Life. Eleron Oz is a senior in CIS studying politics and European and Mediterranean studies. Eleron also grew up in the Netherlands and believes his unique Jewish upbringing informed a lot of his perceptions on religiosity and family. Back in the Netherlands, it, you know, we didn't really have like that big of a you know, Jewish community. It was always like a very like familial thing. Um, we would do like Hanukkah together. My dad has this um, this Hanukkah song that he sings um, about Mickey Mouse, and it's the funniest thing. And but but so even as like a little kid, it was always like that kind of thing. My my high school services were a very like non denominational thing. And it still kind of retained that aspect of, you know, we do the two prayers and then that was kind of it. And we would like eat and talk and that's kind of where it ended. Coming here, there was much more of a shift of like a a setup of a framework that before didn't really exist because before it had much more been a thing of, of, it just kind of happens it's family dinner there really isn't much more to it but then i like then there was very much more of a shift of practice and guidelines going back to to my family i mean i have a a cousin who is very who's very um religious but even on shabbat with her she still does one prayer and that's it even though she like we all consider her very religious. It's just like a, a different kind of kind of like starting point um, that when I came here was just completely shifted. Elrond is concerned with understanding the gray area between religious practice and secular Judaism. I think especially in like the Jewish community of today, there is this strong dividing line where it seems that you're either like religiously Jewish or you're secularly Jewish. And I, I still kind of grapple with how much of it I really like agree with. A lot of people with prayer, it is a thing of, of speaking with God. For me, the prayers are much more following in footsteps and upholding tradition which then is funny because i end up doing more of the prayers because i just feel like i need to get through them because there is a way that these things are done and that is how i interpret them not in any way thinking oh i need to say these prayers to like to 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 ask for god's help but more i need to say these prayers because yeah, people before me have said these prayers, and there's value in the words, in reading them and interpreting them in the here and now, as opposed to using them as like a religious vehicle necessarily. For me, it has always been learning from the lessons of the past to influence the present and the future. Um, for my for my whole family, it has been, you know, these stories are important, and prayers are important, and practices are important not for the context that they were in, but for the context that we are in now. I think part of that is, um, you know, the history of my family, my grandparents in the Holocaust, that kind of thing. There are a lot of people that 
through that experience kind of dug deeper into their into their religious Judaism, um, which you you hear a lot more about. You know the the communities that continued even in the camps, but for for my grandparents and then through me, it became much more a thing of community, um, of like shared heritage and shared experience bringing us together. And I think that that is like what influences it a lot for me. I mean, here at Brooklyn, it's all, for me, it's always been, even as the head of religious community, it was still, to me, it was still more about um, relating the religion to now through tradition and through upholding kind of the values. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective. Follow Broffin Center on Instagram for new episodes.